0: brought to you by Cielo Acai Café in Roseville. Acai is a berry found in the Brazilian Amazon. It is a superfood and an antioxidant as well. Cielo serves acai in delicious bowls and smoothies, and they also offer vegetarian and vegan food as well. They brew temple coffee and offer a relaxing atmosphere to enjoy their healthy treats. We're also brought to you by Isaac BJJ. Your host, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Academy, where we believe in Jiu-Jitsu for everybody. That means we foster a positive and inclusive environment so that everybody feels welcome to come and discover a stronger version of themselves. Don't wait for the new year for a new year. Join the fun today at ISAC BJJ. You'll have fun, make new friends, and learn how to defend yourself too. I'll see you there. What is up? It's another episode of Life in Jiu Jitsu. We're here with Colo Motherfucking Vida. Is that, did I pronounce that right? Colo Vida? Colo Vida is right. Yes. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Uh, of the newly established Buena Vida Jiu Jitsu Club
1: in West Sacramento. In West,
0: in West Sacramento. Thanks for coming on, brother. Thank you. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, I greatly appreciate it. You know, I, I thought it'd be interesting to talk because we're, <clears throat> um, in some ways, we're both kind of doing the same thing. Exactly. You know? Um, so how how's it going? How long have you guys been open? When did you kind of get the idea to open up? Um, you know, maybe we can talk about your your personal jujitsu journey uh, in a little bit as well. But I, I always think it's so interesting when people are starting their, their own gym. You know, so how, how's that process been for you?
1: So far, this is our first week that we've been open. Um, Monday was the first official day that we held classes. It was relatively slow as expected, but... It's gonna be like that until I boost more marketing and uh, get myself out there more.
0: Yeah. But
1: the whole process of it, um, I didn't. It didn't come about to me to open up the school until uh, maybe last year, like right after summer. So like August going to September and. It was mainly because things were getting a little hectic with commuting back and forth. I was living in West Sac, driving out to Rancho Cordova, driving to Natomas, coming back. So it was one big triangle every day. And oh, you start, Okay, so you start in West Sac. I started in West Sac. And then you go to? Because I live out here in yeah. West Sac. So yeah,
0: and then you go to Natomas?
1: I'll go to Natomas and teach the noon class. Yeah. Come home, have lunch. Go to Rancho Cordova for the evening classes and then back to, and then come back home, and that'll be my day. Oh, yeah. So I'll be going there and back basically all week. And I did that for f- close to four years, almost made it. <laughs> <laughs> and I tapped out. I was like, it's too much. I'm on my second second car, (laughs) doing that commute. Yeah, yeah, fucks Uh, your car up because you're you're doing the those commutes like right before rush hour too, right? Basically during rush hour. On my way to Rancho Cordova is like during rush prime time, like four thirty, five o'clock. So everything's real nice and thick at that time. Yeah, and And it it, put it this way: without traffic, it would take me twenty to twenty five minutes to get there on average on like Saturday morning, nice day, right? But mm-hmm. if we're just talking regular midweek or even the beginning of the week, whatever day of the week it was, four thirty, five p.m., it'd take me a good 45 minutes to an hour just to get to go teach class. So I'm having to leave and prep like an hour earlier. Yeah,
0: yeah. So and that's your whole day,
1: basically. That was my whole day for that time being
0: Yeah. until yeah. now.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's hard to get good at jujitsu when you're fucking spending most of your time at on the road. On the road, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, <clears throat> like right now, I'm I'm feeling a little bit of the pain too because hey, if I could ask you to just move this a little bit closer to your, to your, yeah, oh, cool. up, yeah, about a fist away. All right. Um, like right now, um, I have well, so my classes are Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Okay, and Saturdays. So Monday and Fridays, I try to get two a day in. Okay, on Mondays and Fridays. But I'm also running a consulting business, you know. Um, well, I mean, I have one client. I'm in search of others, but you know, um, it's hard to do that, you know, because like what I try to do is I try to like wake up around seven, hit the desk here mm-hmm. by like seven thirty, and then work from like seven thirty. To eleven thirty, it's really more like an eight to eleven thirty.
1: Okay,
0: so it's like three and a half hours of desk work for my consulting clients. You know, whatever I do for them, like communications type of stuff. Yeah, and then I gotta like be at Jits by noon, so it's a half hour to get to Ultimate Fitness, and then you know that's an hour and a half. Boom, and then right after that probably another half hour to get home. So all told, it's like two and a half hours. And then I have to shower up and eat, and, you know I mean, and get ready to work again. So <coughs> it's like doing jits at noon is like a three or three and a half hour hole in my day.
1: Yeah. I, you know, it, okay. I can't imagine trying to balance it out. Cause you're talking about doing regular work. When I say regular work, I mean like what you're doing with your consulting business and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Desk work. Desk work. Exactly. Yeah. So I haven't done regular work since Shit, man! Like <laughs> I can't even remember. Like since I was a blue belt, and what were you doing before? Uh, I was work. So my first job, I was working at when I first moved to San Francisco, um, from Guam. I was working at um Smart and Final. Oh, cool, cool. So I was Easy. just doing like courtesy clerk. Yeah, bringing in the shopping carts, all the dirty work, filling up the milk, all that stuff. Cashier, I did that for a little bit, and then I worked front desk at UCSF, uh, Baker Fitness in San Francisco. And I did that for maybe like, I don't know, a year and a half, almost two years. Mm -hmm. And I basically, it wasn't making, I didn't know what I was going to do with it, because I was just working front desk, giving people towels, selling water, checking in gym gym members. Like where's this going? And then at the same time, I was doing jujitsu, so I was I already had like a familiarity with being in a gym and like working at a gym and training, right? Yeah. But it wasn't jujitsu. Yeah. I just yeah, yeah. didn't know it was going to go in that direction, and it I wasn't uh I wasn't aiming for for that like to go open up a gym or anything at that point. It was more like I just want to go train, get all this shit off my mind. Yeah. <laughs> and just try to make it out here in this big ass city coming from Guam. But when did you, uh, when, did you land, <coughs>
0: when did you land in uh, San Francisco from Guam?
1: Um I wanna say like you know, late 2005 like November when I first moved out there.
0: What brought you guys over here.
1: Well, my brother uh Ted, he's the one that actually got me started in jiu-jitsu. Okay. Um he was already living out here. He moved out here maybe 2 years before me. And he was training at house at at that time already. And he was on his way to get his personal training certification. And I was on Guam not doing shit. I was like skateboarding, partying. I dropped out of high school. Um, I wasn't doing anything with my life at that point. And it was more so island life. I don't want to say island life because everybody lives... That's like a negative connotation to the rest of the people. It wouldn't be like a negative way to say island life, so (laughs) I don't want to say... It it would be like ignorant teenager. (laughs) Okay, just you, not the whole island. Yeah, that was just my my little phase growing up. Okay, that's fair. Because island life is beautiful. I'd love to go back and just do it. But yeah, so I moved out here around then, 2005, and it was mainly just because like what I said, I wasn't doing anything. I didn't have anything like no aspirations or goals at that point. I just wanted to skate and party and be with my friends, which was at the time, like what I would just do for that time. Right. So how old were you from like 14 to 17 shit. So like right when I moved out here, I was 17. So I turned 18 when I was out, when I was living out here in San Francisco
0: uh, yeah.
1: Cause I moved out here in too. Well, years. shit, you can get in just as much trouble being 18 in San
0: Francisco. <laughs> yeah.
1: But then again, um, I, I was living with my brother now. Okay. So a little more discipline or a lot more discipline. Um, I couldn't just go do what I wanted to do. Um, and at the same time I was like very out of shape. I was like over 200 pounds before I started training. No shit. Yeah. Like, you, you don't look like you can get that big. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> I appreciate it. I I'm just I don't see it right now, yeah. But yeah, so I was, I, I, sh- I blew, I blew up to about like two ten, honestly, at my heaviest. And my brother, like I s- mentioned earlier, he was working on getting his certification for personal training, so he was just finishing up school for that. And long story short, I was his first client slash guinea pig, and I went from two oh five when i first started jujitsu then down to like 150 149 in six months shredded i was more yeah i want to say i was shredded for my for my well-being but i was more like skinny um yeah yeah i definitely had a little bit of muscle but if you if you saw me then it would just be like oh that guy's like probably sick or he needs a gatorade or something oh wow so real skinny yeah, I got skinny, but then it balanced out because we'd be working out, and so it took me some time. And I was 18, so my body wasn't like fully developed at that at that time. And I still had a couple years to grow and um, fill out. So that's how that process went for the first five years of my jujitsu slash San Francisco, California life. Yeah, and so this whole time you were <clears> like, <throat> when did you start training with health? So. When I moved out there in 2005, I was, like I said, I was out of shape and everything. So the first month that I was out there from like that whole uh, December, November to December, up to like January, right? So basically up to January, I would my brother's like, dude, we can't bring you to the gym right now. You're <laughs> just going to go in there and get murdered. Oh, no. So really? Uh, it's just like. The reality of it was, yeah, that, that would, that's going to happen inev- inevitably. Like you start off as a white belt and you're out of shape. But it would have been worse had I gone in the condition that I was when I first came. So he was like, well, at least try to lose five pounds and get you in somewhat shape before you go in. A little bit of cardio for what we can do within a month and a half or what. So that was it. Um, January 2006, I stepped foot in uh, Ralph Gracie, San Francisco. And that was it from there. Kurt was – Kurt Osiander was there. He was – um the head instructor. So uh he was there to greet me, basically teach the whole class from white belt to whenever I moved, like blue belt. And um how do I say it? Yeah. <laughs> it was intimidating seeing Kurt the first time because Yeah, he's this big hairy caveman. At this yeah, and you know like I hear I've heard stories from my brother like upon going there just like oh yeah it's hardcore there they push you really hard these guys go hard and they they come after you and everything so just be ready yeah and me being me i'm like whatever i'm 18 18 years old like i can hang i don't get i don't have a care in the world right now i was like fuck it I'll. i can do it you know so i went first day and i just remember like like what the fuck, dude? I hate this. Why am I going here? <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hated it. Like I hated jujitsu for the first couple, couple days, weeks, if you want to say. And I remember, like, I took a break. i would be like, all right, I'm not gonna go train. Like, fuck, that, I'm gonna go skate. So I tried to. <laughs> I tried. My brother would drop me off to go skate, and while he's training, and he picked me up after training, and we did that. <laughs> we did that for like. As long as he could, until he was like, dude, I'm wasting gas, dropping you over there. I'm just coming just coming yeah. to jiu He dropped you
0: off at a skate park? Or
1: uh, he dropped me off. Like stairs or something? So the, or... the gym was at Valencia Street. Yeah, I've been there. In Dubose. And then he dropped me off at 3rd and Army, which okay. is like down down the way, which isn't too far, but at the same time, out of the way. So yeah, now he sure. has to go like 10, 15 minutes that way to pick me up through traffic lights and everything. So I was like, fuck it, just come train with me. So I was like, all right, I'll just go train. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't have a choice. So I pack up my stuff, we go train, and it wasn't until like I learned how to bone arrow somebody. Yeah. And I finally um tap somebody out with it, like willingly, like not just by accident, like, oh, I think I got it. Like, no, I I worked for this shit and oh, I yeah, got it. Yeah. And that's like the most satisfying thing in the world, right? At that point, it was. So um, it was that. And I want to say just learning that. Because I was, I was one of the youngest guys in the class at the time since I was 18. Everybody else was like grown men. They are like mid-20s or even older. Mid-30s, right? yeah. And <clears throat> I would be training at the lunchtime class. It was like 11.30. And... Guys who, like, worked at UPS or FedEx, whatever, like, truck drivers, like, big dudes would come in for their lunch break just for that hour just to train and, like, kick my ass, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here I am at, like, 18 years old trying to, like, match their strength. So, basically, it just felt like a big accomplishment when I can tap one of those grown men out at at that age. Yeah, especially because you're a little
0: bit smaller, too. I was
1: a lot a bit smaller. Like, me and my brother were... Amongst the smaller guys in the gym, like Kurt, <laughs> Kurt had a, a name for our team. We were like Team Gnome, because <laughs> we're <laughs> like all the little guys were, yeah. were Team Gnome. That's hella funny. And yeah, we had a little gnome team, but that was like my first memories yeah. of getting started over there.
0: That's when you started to feel like, oh, this is probably pretty fucking real, right? If I can tap out a big guy, if I can
1: tap out a grown man, and basically subdue him control him for this amount of time then yeah this is pretty real yeah and after that it was like it was like wildfire like like i got a sickness like what everybody says they got the bug and like i wanted to go and train just like i actually wanted to go to practice now i didn't want to go skate
0: yeah yeah, yeah. and skating. Hey, do me a
1: fair pull this a little bit closer
0: oh, sorry. no just but you can just pull it closer to yourself yeah there you go boom cool yeah all right yeah, sounds better
1: but yeah like skating was out of the picture and jiu-jitsu was on the rise for me. It yeah. was my, my uh, priority.
0: Yeah. I used to surf and skate a lot, too. I used to surf a lot.
1: Uh, out here in California? Yeah. Down, I, I uh, lived in San Diego. I can't even imagine surfing or being out in the water out here. It's so a little bit colder. It's, it's nice, way colder.
0: <laughs> you know. But, uh, I, I mean, I used to surf all the time. Like, <clears throat> every day in high school, before school, I was in the water. Yeah. You know, 6 a.m. It's really beautiful, especially in the winter. You get out there and it's like the sun's not up yet and you get to watch the sunrise on the water. But it was real
1: peaceful at that time too. Super peaceful, you so know. So like
0: you, how like, many other people? Man, maybe three for the whole mm-hmm. you know. But I, I grew up surfing, <clears throat> I grew up longboarding this point called Tourmaline. Okay. It's just like this big point, this big bowl, you know? Yeah. And um the whole playground was so big. Like Tourmaline is just a very big spot. It's like this big mushy bowl of a wave, you know? Okay. And it's just, it's just a lot of real estate to play with. Was it
1: like a free for all though? Like as far as yeah. going there? Or yeah, really? yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, but if you get out there in the mornings, man, it's all yours. Yeah. It's just you and two or three other guys, you know, um, there were some people that lived in that parking lot, I think, or like they're in their vans and like the police would come and clear them
1: out. As it should be at all surf spots. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. You know, it's interesting. I've been thinking about this because, you know, I don't do, I don't get to do as much surfing now that I'm here in Sacramento.
1: Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. yeah. Um, I do a lot of snowboarding. Like we're going snowboarding tomorrow. Okay. And I I've, I've never been snowboarding. I'm terrified of like having a board attached to my feet where I can't bail or anything. You know what? It's not too bad. The the um
0: if you if you wipe out real bad, the bindings will come loose. Okay.
1: And you'll just kind of fall off your board. I think it's the whole like fact that I'm stuck. You're you are stuck. Oh yeah. And I can't kick my board like how I'm used to. Yeah. Yeah. I like my knees. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So. No, you know, it's um You'd pick it up. <laughs> or you'd pick it up right away. Being an athlete and having boarded before, but I'm pretty sure. But yeah, it, there is something a little bit scary to, especially when you come off the 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 lift. Mm-hmm. And the rule is you can only have one leg on the binding because they don't want people jumping off the lift like mid-lift with their board on. Ah. Like, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, you have to have one leg in, and one leg out. I see. And the lift is actually going. It drops you off and it keeps going, and it's pretty quick. Like my wife felt that fuck. I felt, I felt last time we went, I just, I wasn't, I was talking to her. Or I was looking at my phone or something. Yeah. And I just face planted off the lift. And the only lift, lift came, you know, right behind me.
1: Yeah, I probably missed the, I probably missed the jump and do another lap. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> be one of those guys.
0: Yeah, I know. They'll stop the lift and they'll be like, no, you have to jump off. It's crazy, man. It's fucking crazy. And then, you know, what is actually really scary is when you get up, cause like you're like 8,000 feet elevation. At the bottom of the mountain. Mm-hmm. And then the lift is another like thousand or two thousand. So you're like eight to nine thousand feet in the air. you go out there and it's snowing and there's like some wind. You'd be like fifty mile an hour wind. Nah, Fucking snow, like you can't see in front of you. You know. Now there's you know, there's a lodge right there, but <laughs> You know, um, it's just crazy. Like you get a sense, like sometimes the wind will hit you like real hard or the will starts snowing real hard. And you're just like, damn, I could see how people die out. It just gets a
1: little bit further.
0: It just gets a little bit real. Yeah. You're just like, you know, like I know the lodge is right there. I know I'm not in danger. I know the way down is clearly marked. I got this board. I'm competent. I can make it. But you just get these moments where like that wind hits you. And it's like, damn, like I can easily see. It's that reality check. I can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Last year for my birthday. Ashwin, if you're listening, man, I'm sorry. Because um, I would have killed you and taken your jacket. <laughs> um, <coughs> but we went to, uh, we uh, got a cabin in Tahoe for my birthday. Okay. And my buddy Gabe was just happened to be in Reno. And we're just, it was just like an hour away. He's like, come meet us in Reno. Mm-hmm. Come, meet, meet, come meet me in Reno. We're going to watch some of these UFC fights and uh, we'll play some bets and have a drink and it'll be fun. I'm like, yeah, okay, let's let's drive to Reno from Tahoe. Fuck it, you know, I'd never been. So I'm thinking to myself, well, it's very warm in the cabin. It's gonna be very warm in the hotel. I took like a light sweater, like a light sweater. Why? Right? Yeah. You're in Tahoe. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't bring my heavy jacket. What the hell? Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was snowing. It was snowing. And then the Donner Pass is how you get to is how you get there. Yeah. Donner Pass is where the Donner party, you know, they got stranded. And they wound up eating each other. You know,
1: because it's a dangerous part of the mountain. You I've, know? This is my first time hearing about this. I, I don't go up that way. Yeah. So I, obviously, I'm from Guam. Like, I'm I'm gonna stay in the warmest yeah. area I can. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Back in the day, the the you know the explorers, the gold rush. You know, what I mean, they came out here. They left too late in the season, and so they were trying to get over the mountain in the in the winter. Uh-huh. And they got snowed in, and they ran out of food, and they started eating the people that died. Damn. Yeah, it's fucking real out there, man. I don't wanna so, go that way though. Yeah, that's the only way that's
1: the only way to Reno, right? The Donner Pass. If that's the if that's how legend, that's, the landmark. that's how legend has it, then I'm cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just chill over here.
0: But uh, you know, talking about getting real, man, fucking for real. It was starting to snow a little bit and like there was no one else on the road and it was dark on the way back. So what happened? You took your boy's jacket or something? No, my boy had my boy Ashwin was with me, he had a jacket and I'm just kinda getting kinda scared. I was like, Man, if this fucking car breaks down, you know, I someone's going to die. Like if this car breaks down, like we're fucked, we're fucked. You know what I mean? Like how stupid of me not to bring my jacket. Cause if this car breaks down, that's it game over. You know what I mean? There goes everything. There goes everything. And Ashwin was looking at me. He's actually my student now, (laughs) (laughs) but he was looking at me. And he he was just like, what's there to worry about if we're all good, you know? And I didn't say, I didn't have the heart to verbalize it, but I was like, what's there to worry about, dude, is if this car breaks down and it gets real cold, I'm going to fucking take your jacket. That's, that turns into my, like I'm bigger, I do (laughs) jujitsu. That was what was was in your head. Yeah, like under, you know, under penalties. I think it's literally a law. Like if there's just one life jacket, you can like take it from some, from somebody.
1: You know? well, like, I mean, if there's no cops around, like it's.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's actually a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I was freaked out because I didn't want to have to take the jacket from
1: you. That's good that. as much as yours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: But, you know. Depends it depends on
1: how good of a friend he is. Yeah. It gets
0: real in those mountains, man. It gets real in those. I can't mountains. imagine. Yeah. You, you, you should check it out at least once. I mean, you know, go drive up there. Go drive, go drive up there and just kind of mosey around. It's I don't know. Not so after pretty, what you man. told me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so pretty in the winter, man. Dude, we drove up there. I
1: have somebody else drive. I'm not cool yeah. with driving in no snow. We drove up there like two weeks ago, like in a blizzard. Yeah. It was snowing. Well, cars what, were swerving. Like, why Why do you guys even choose to drive at this we time? We like it. We yeah. like it. Okay, I can't blame pretty, you, man. but it, like, it's just terrifying to me. Like, Yeah. It's being... a little scary. That's what's fun about it is the fact that it's scary. It's like, all right. We can get stuck here or we can have a great time once we get there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you make a day out of it, I guess. It's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um,
0: but anyways, one of the things I was going to like, I, I guess I want to talk about is like when you go snowboarding, everybody there has a pass. It costs a bunch of money. Yeah. It's more of a corporate type of vibe. Okay. But like when you go surfing, just like you said, there's got to be someone living in the parking lot in their van. There's probably some kids that skip school. There's probably
1: some beach so, some beach bums that should have a job. There's no lodge there, no ski lift to take there's you to no, the wave. No. No money to cost us on Mother Nature.
0: On Mother Nature and and do you have the shoulders and the balance and to the paddle? Heart. Yeah, and the heart to get out there.
1: You know? And it so, definitely takes a lot of heart to get out there. I'm terrified. Like I even though I lived on Guam, I didn't
0: What's the wave situation over there?
1: I mean, it's around... the waves are beautiful. Um as far as surfing, but are they big? Like, do you guys get like big swells it, it gets big, mm-hmm. like when typhoons come through, like when storms come through. For yeah. sure, it gets big. And there's times where you can surf in areas where you're in, you usually can't because of the coral reef. Okay, so there's a big like reef bed that surrounds Guam. Nice, and that kind of keeps, <laughs> kind of keeps sharks out of the bay. Mm-hmm. So. You only really have to worry about like bigger fish and animals like that. Like if you go past the past that reef line, right? Mm-hmm. But as of lately, since I don't know, maybe global warming or some shit, like the waters have risen or something. But oh yeah, that been, is like, global warming. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's been sightings of like sharks close by, oh, closer fuck. than closer than before, because it's so, not as deep enough to get through the reef. I guess that's what's happening. I don't. I'm not. I don't have any facts to prove it, but yeah. I, I, we'll go with that. You're not a scientist, but but yeah. So um, as far as the waves go, it's it's beautiful. I mean, the only downfall to it was the reef. Like you, you get fucked up. I, my, yeah. my brother, both my brothers surfed while I was growing up, and I remember them coming home and they just have like big ass gashes like going down their side uh. or down their back or or even like their friends and they go back like the next day. Yeah. Like yeah, they, yeah, they love it. I'm like, dude, really? Yeah. You basically almost got impaled on this this like rock. rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you got to worry about like wildlife, drowning, all that stuff. I don't know. I'm I'm cool with staying on the ground. I can kick my board away if I if I'm in danger. <laughs> so that's why I skated, and then a lot of my friends skated. But yeah, like a lot of people ask me, you never surf when you were growing up on Guam. I won a couple times. Like, is it, it was hard not to. Because both my brothers did it, mm-hmm. but did I like it? And I was like, it was fun, <laughs> but I was like, no, nah, I can't, I can't do this every day. It was way too tiring. <laughs> it's super tiring, yeah. Like, Until you get like really
0: good, then it's not so tough. But you know what's tiring? It's just having your body keep you warm in the water.
1: It's funny I say it's way, it's it's super tiring. But then now I'm like a black belt in jujitsu, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> sparring for six rounds with somebody on top of me. Yeah, it's it's crazy how things change.
0: Yeah, it, I mean it's, it's different too. Like um, it's
1: definitely a different type of tiring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because your black belt's probably not as tiring. It isn't. No, yeah. it's like, still tiring. Yeah, that doesn't go away. I mean, maybe for like Hoffa or like you know those guys. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not anywhere close to the the level of the the top top level guys and for me to not get tired when i'm trying it's like i got to be in top shape getting ready for an event or something and even at that i'm still like sucking down there like yeah yeah i um i tend to get tired at the beginning i want to say it gets better for me after my first round yeah. which sucks because you got to have everything in that first round when you compete when you yeah. fight you know yeah, yeah, yeah. like after that during that first round it's like my lungs are burning like breathing heavy, L- lactic acid, lactic acid, all that stuff. And then it finally settles after that. I'm like, all right, I think I can move and breathe a little bit better for this next round. Yeah. But I don't know. I did it. I still get tired. Long story short.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I, um, you know, I went
0: like Yepie and yuppie and Elliot and I did like 15 rounds yesterday. Damn. Just you three. Yeah. Just the three of us, you know, um, Elliot, man. How many minutes? Six? No, three-minute rounds. Okay. But so it was six. Each cycle was six minutes, though, because like, three minutes with Yeppi, then three with Elliot. So the whole thing was six. It's not
1: like it's a pushover <laughs> <laughs> with Elliot and Yeppi. Yeah, dude. I mean, those El- guys Elliot, are fantastic.
0: Elliot in particular, man. I mean, he he just has so many little tricks, like, in the wrestling. Um, He does this thing where he just kind of does, like, just the bottom half of the 2-on-1. Of the okay. And so with just, like, his... Just like his hand or his palm, mm-hmm. he kind of turns your... Which is basically like my whole forearm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he like turns your... He'll turn your arm into your into your middle line. Uh-huh. And then use that to kind of start taking a dominant angle and kind of come around your side. Okay. So he cuts you off on that angle. Yeah. And like, usually like the way that I know how to do that is with the Russian two-on-one. Yeah. Where you like grab it with your neck then switch to your hands and you get two hands on one of their hands bring it to your chest bring it to your, and your chest and kind of hey you got the whole angle exposed you know Yeah, yeah. and what Elliot was doing was like you know with like precision and timing and he was like doing that motion behind a step so there was like the the force of like his weight you know behind yeah, yeah. the step he was doing that with just with just the just his hand with just his hand and using that to kind of push you off to kind of basically push you off to the side and so what you would have to do is you'd have to square up back to him and get your hand back, get your arm back to center line. And then at that point, you're getting double legged or single legged. You're getting double legged or single legged. Or even if you didn't, you know, you just spent like a ton of energy bringing your arms. <laughs> just to, trying to realign. Just and trying to realign. And, and he just did a little trick on you. Yeah. And, you know, when you kind of. Definitely efficient for sure. Yeah. When you, you just you map that out. Um, you know, just his energy expenditure to just kind of like
1: yeah, I was gonna say you see that right there, that's how yeah. you don't get tired. <laughs>
0: that's how you don't, yeah. Cause
1: he he wasn't like you he learned didn't. those little tricks where you can kind of like yeah, I was getting
0: tired. I guess that's what I was trying to say. For him, for yeah. him,
1: that's where he doesn't get tired, yeah. The, those side of things.
0: Well, yeah. I, I also you know, I, I kept apologizing to him too when we were rolling. I was like, dude, I'm sorry I don't have more for you. <laughs> He's like, No, you're doing good, I promise. I was like, Are you sure? Man? <laughs> but um, yeah, it's interesting, like we like between like Yepi and Elliot and I. Like maybe like. I'll do good against one guy, and then not so good against the other guy, and then the guy that I did good against, he does good against the guy that I didn't do so good against. So it's kind of like this. It's like always the, like that. Like the styles are kind
1: of like going it's not back. Like and forth. styles, body types. Yeah, I don't know if they got like or more sweat or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, we kept we kept going back and forth. Yeah, I mean it was. By the end, you
0: needed like your scuba gear.
1: It, it'd be like that though. Like when I'm, when I'm I'm in a training session. Like I'll do good with a certain person, and then, um, somebody else will have a hard time with him. But it, it'll it'll just be like if I do good with somebody, then somebody else will have a hard time with them that I do good that gives yeah. me a hard time. Yeah, and I'm like. Yeah, this this doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, because you would think like A beats B, 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 C. <laughs> like one plus one equals two. Yeah, but no, not, not with all. jiu-jitsu. It's so different. Like, you can be doing well with another guy, and then maybe somebody that like doesn't doesn't challenge him as much or whatever like mm-hmm. beat you up. Yeah,
0: yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm
1: like, damn, how like, does that happen? Like for
0: me, I understand that more in the context of MMA. Okay. Like that makes more sense for me in, in. Well, M- yeah. Cause there's a lot more involved, like not to yeah. punch you in the face. Yeah. So like for me, it's just a lot easier to map that out, like in MMA and understand that in MMA, like, okay, the boxer just couldn't stop the double leg. So he got beat by the wrestler, but the jujitsu guy couldn't take the boxer down. So he got boxed up. Yeah. But the wrestler took the jujitsu guy down and he got fucking <laughs> triangle. So like,
1: they like, all have their variables they don't and have how the, they yeah, fight each other yeah
0: but like within grappling it's hard for me to like i feel like there's no i can't distinguish it yeah i can't distinguish it like like i can't really put my finger on why i'm doing good against one guy and and the other you know
1: i feel like everybody just has their own style and they adapt to to everyone's game differently mm-hmm. so that for, I want to say that's more the logical reason for me is like, yeah, everybody has their own style and they're going to adapt to different situations and how they fight in different people. Cause I don't fight a 215 pound person the same way that I would fight somebody my weight.
0: Yeah. And mm, yeah.
1: like, I definitely would like to stay on top and pass the guard and use that more top of pressure type of game, fighting somebody bigger if I can, rather than if I fight somebody my weight, I'm like, all right, maybe I can play guard, try to sweep this dude. Were equally amount to the same weight, mm-hmm. I might have an upper hand if I can sweep him, or might it's easier than sweeping like fifty pounds, oh wow. yeah. yeah, 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 <laughs> so you just got different game plans, I think that's that's about it. You got a different game plan for everybody you go against,, huh.
0: I kind of have the same <laughs> yeah, I kind of
1: just, it's always the same. just get on top and smash <laughs> <laughs> I, that for a long time, um you were like that I, I was like that, I didn't develop the whole like. All right, big guy game plan, little guy game plan. Yeah, how I fight females because I got women's classes. How I fight kids—like you can't fight everybody at the same max volume or yeah, you know what I mean. I got to turn it down to like five. Oh, sure, to sure, sure. Yeah. So that's what I had to learn how to distinguish. Like for the most part, with teaching, like not to smash. Like white belts are people too.
0: <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> that post
1: that you made. Like yeah, yeah, exactly that. Yeah. No, I mean. Yeah,
0: I won't. I won't smash them. But like for the most part, the moves I use are pretty much the same, unless I'm trying to work on something different or new. But yeah, for the most part, it's just the same moves, maybe just a little bit lighter, different Not, angle. Yeah, different angle. You do it you on know, the left side or the right. More side. More time in between. You know, try to give them more, more. You know, resistance. Yeah, more or less, or something like that. But a lot of times, it's just like, hey, it's the same. You know, remember like, that armbar
1: from last week here we go (laughs) it's that same one same episode you said this move didn't work here it is (laughs) yeah exactly i love it when they say this that move doesn't work i'm like all right we'll roll later put that away for you i'm gonna gonna save that yeah bring that tab back up later (laughs) so it'd be like mari (laughs) when he reads the the lie detector you said (laughs) the lie detector said you claim that this move didn't work. Here it <laughs> that's is. obviously a lie. <laughs> Sweeping. Yeah, you know that's funny. I mean, like some of my.
0: It, yeah, it's funny. Like you map out, like some of your students get more frustrated than others, right?
1: Obviously, this is going to happen with a when you're catering to a crowd like that. Yeah, not everybody's on the just because you're on the same boat doesn't mean that everybody's on the same page. Yeah, um, everybody's going to be on different fre- frequencies, and that's what you got to learn how to. I want to say you got to learn your people, your students, um, whoever is walking through that door. You can't, you don't treat everybody. I want to say you do treat everybody the same, but you don't know what certain people are going through. That's fair. Yeah. And some people might need a little bit more of a shoulder to lean on, and some people you can like kind of joke around with.
0: Yeah. yeah. So you I- just kind of learn that. I actually just gave my students a big speech today about how I have favorites.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard not to have favorites. Yeah, know. I was like. That's. That's 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 I'm just that's, human. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. I was going to say it's human nature. Yeah. I was like, you know, guys, it's not like. A, uh, but you know what? The favorites are the ones that help you um, make examples for the people that need to see it. Yeah. Like, oh, see. if that student can do it, then. It's not too much of a hill to climb. Yeah, I, I told them it's like you know, it's not like I'm a parent, you know.
0: Like I'm allowed, I'm allowed to have a parent. I'm allowed to have like if you're a parent, you're not Even if if you ask parents like privately, they'll even tell you they. I'm have pretty favorite. sure they have favorite kids. I'm pretty sure, but you know, it's not like I'm a parent. Like I'm allowed to have favorites. I can't, I, I can't say that I don't have any kids. Yeah, I told them like, you know, who are my favorites are the ones who like show up on time consistently with their head down, ready to work. Yeah, of course those are my favorites. Like, that are ready to grind and yeah, make it happen. Yeah, you know. Not the ones with excuses, not the ones who, you know, it's just like, of course we, of course have favorites, you know, yeah. not that, not that they're not all awesome it's people. Just like going to
1: school, regular, like growing up, those teachers got their favorites for sure.
0: Well, yeah, especially like if you, if you sought out teaching because you have a passion for it, mm-hmm. then those people who facilitate your passion will be more of a favorite than those people who maybe not necessarily hinder your passion, but who. You know, I don't know. Like, I get really frustrated when we'll have a student come, like maybe once a week or once every other week. Yeah. And the way that I structure my classes, like the first after warm up, the first twenty minutes is just review. Like we have this core curriculum that we're just reviewing for twenty minutes. It's like, you know, do takedowns back and forth. Entries only until you warm up, then mm-hmm. finish them. Then you'll do triangle armbar kimura. Uh, Ten of each, so you got your whole curriculum system set up. Yeah, it's just like this basic, bare bones universe of jujitsu. You yeah, know, from each from each sure. position, and so you know we're doing, we've been doing it for six months now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like these students are like showing up once every other week. It's a new class every day they come in. Yeah, it's a new class every day they come in, so it's like, but they've been showing up once every other week or once a week for six months, and they still can't get through triangle armbar
1: kimura. Exactly what I said. It's a new class every time they come in. Yeah, it's like fifty first dates. <laughs> it's like, hi, I'm Glenn. <laughs> it's like, dude, I met you last week. You got to come more than once. Like, so for those—that's exactly it. Yeah, just like you said. Yeah. So for those type of people, um, like I'm just kind of like I, like I don't know what to do. <clears throat> for me, what I do with those people because it happens everywhere you teach, wherever you're going to be teaching. Um, it just depends on their schedule. Like if they're genuinely busy. They a, lot, can't yeah, make a lot of it, people are yeah. then of course I'm I'm understand I'm always going to be understanding <laughs> I hope uh, I try to be but yeah it, I'm always understanding with like all right you can't make it you get off at this time maybe you got to pick up the kids or it's just there's excuses that you can't make it and yeah. I understand that That's this is life not yeah. everybody gets to teach jujitsu for a living yeah and like some of you guys got to go do real desk oh, desk work yeah forever, yeah, forever, right that's life, <laughs> but yeah, like you stay behind that desk, <laughs> so i I respect that you know for yeah. those people, so I give them their time if they can only make it once a week, then i I get as much as I can with that one day that they come in yeah um but if I know that they are like genuinely lazy, like they can be here, but they're just at home on Fortnite or like Madden or whatever they yeah. but they can be they can be at the gym. Um, or maybe like they're, they're just not coming to train. Like I'll be at the gym, which I just get done training. And then I see posted 20 minutes ago on Instagram, like so-and-so is at like burgers and brew. I had one, <laughs> I had one student like,
0: <laughs> couldn't pay their bill. Mm-hmm. And then they were in, like, went off to Disneyland and I was like, okay, you know. But they were just like, did you probably just? I hope you know how hard it is for me, you know. I was like, all right, dude, I mean, you know, whatever.
1: I can't say anything about that. That's that's people are going to do what they want to do. Yeah. I mean, it's not that big. I mean,
0: you know, it's it's, it's, their only, money. it's meager, you know, but it's like,
1: well, it does suck for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. Mean,
0: and it, then I, I for sure have some students who are genuinely lazy,
1: but then I look at it more so. If you lose somebody like that that maybe yeah would you
0: really lose exactly
1: yeah, yeah. like would I rather have that person who comes once a week and is not really dedicated or if he drops out I get somebody else who signs up that wants to come at least four times a week and they want to train at least yeah yeah like I said four times a week and they genuinely want to get better at what we're doing
0: yeah you know it's an interesting it's an interesting conversation we're, we're having because I was kind of like today was the end of my week of teaching, right? Me too. And I was doing like my mental notes. Yeah, class today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, ten, uh, uh, kids at ten. What time did you get it done? Uh, twelve thirty, and then okay. But we were running late because oh man, that's a whole nother story. But I had to unload all these mats. Yeah, I had to unload these mats from <clears throat> Elliot Kelly was breaking down his old gym. Okay, and oh, he yeah, had, he
1: just moved to a new location.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, but uh, so. The mats from the old gym, he just let me have some of those. And mm. you know, they're old, they're worn mats. But it's mat, it's a mat, yeah. You scrub it down, clean it. We we'll scrub it down, clean it, and they're gonna look really good up against the wall. Can do technique on it, it's fine. It's all mm. we need. So I had to do I had to unload that. My students helped me. I'm so thankful for them. And then at the same time at the at my old house, I had a contractor come and cut my tree down. Mm-hmm. I just had to drive by it real quick and make sure that the tree got cut down and didn't fall on the roof. <laughs> make sure his job was done yeah, correctly. Yeah, make sure the job was done correctly. Okay. And then... So this was all today? This was all today. Damn. And then I got home. I wonder why we were late. Yeah, and then I got home and um, my wife is, like, scratching her ear and she's like, oh, shit. I'm like, what? And she's like, fuck. Like, I left my earrings at the at the dojo. And I was like, well... You know, and, and she's like, ready? she's like, well, that's why I never take them off because they're real diamond. Damn. I was like, oh damn! So did you have to go get. So them? So I ran back to the dojo, <coughs> had to go get them, and then came back, and uh, that's what that's when you came up, right? On. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so, so today, you know, at the end of this whole thing, I was kind of making my mental my mental notes about like, oh, these these are my students. This is how they're doing, you know, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. I'm very pleased with everyone's progress for the most part. Making your progress report for like, the week. Yeah, kind of from, you know. And um, I was just thinking to myself, like, wait a second. I only saw this one guy twice this week. Mm-hmm. I saw him twice. And I was kind of like, like, what the fuck? I what the heck? I only saw him twice. He should be coming more, you know? Yeah. And, and then I kind of stopped myself. I was like, wait a second. Your goal is to get to 100 adults and 100 kids. Mm-hmm. For that to be sustainable... Some people only
1: can come to like because of the mats. Not everybody's gonna be your four day a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what you gotta come to a realization to. Um that's what I had to come to a realization too, is that not everybody's on board to be a sport jiu-jitsu athlete. Yeah. And you gotta cater to everybody. You need to cater to the the nine to fiver, you need to cater to the people that are in school, cater to the kids. Yeah. Um, cater to the the people that are working, like the first responders, EMT, law enforcement, all that stuff. Cause they're on odd schedules. Yeah. So this is why I made such a widespread of my schedule for my classes. Well, the six AM, eleven yeah. thirty. How does that work? Tell, yeah, tell us the schedule. So Monday through Friday for adults, we got the six AM and uh that's just a regular gi class. Okay. And that's just for an hour. Just because get them in and out. Get them in, get a good warm up, we'll go over some tech, and then maybe two rolls. Okay. Three at the most if you can if you don't gotta bust out by seven. Okay. I'm out of there by seven thirty. A lot of them gotta leave right away. Right away. They gotta be at work by eight or something. Yeah. So that'll be the first class. And then the midday class would be the eleven thirty AM class. And that's more like my chill lunchtime class. Mm Mm-hmm. I wanna say chill, but it's, my it's life. the middle of the day, <clears throat> you're happy. Middle of the day, it's not too busy as far as traffic or um I wanna say people like people are at work right now or in school. So yeah, it's not yeah. it's not too busy. It's like whoever has a break during their schedule, right? Yeah, yeah. And then in the evening, seven PM classes, like so it's six, eleven thirty, and then seven PM class Monday through Friday for adults. And then, for the kids, is Monday through Thursday, 5:15 to 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. And that's like 48 year- olds. Mm-hmm. So I get those guys in. And it's more of like
0: movement and stuff like that. Yeah you know,
1: like a long warm-up, if you want to call it that. Yeah. And 48 stuff to teach, man. I mean, we can't really be doing too much with, with the little ones at this point, just because they have no concept. No concept. Yeah, you tell them, like, flex. Now, flex your arm. And I get like... lucky because there's a gymnastic school in West Sacramento. Oh, cool. So I'll get lucky with, like, kids who already know how to forward roll or how to know, like, know how to um, bear crawl, like, different exercises that I don't have to r- really explain how to do. Like, yeah. do you know how to do a forward roll? Like, oh, yeah, like, better than me. Like, Damn. Okay, <laughs> a little four year old. Easy. It's like this little girl that I got this week. Her name's Amelia. Um, She's one of the blue outs that signed up this week um her his daughter okay and she did gymnastics for like i don't know a couple months enough to know how to do a couple exercises for the warm up easy and it helps that her dad's a blue belt so yeah, he gets yeah. to like bring her home like all right this is what you're going to be doing for class yeah so he breaks it down for her a little bit gets a little training at home but yeah it helps a lot when they're like that um sorry to get off off no, topic no, with no the problem. schedule and everything but yeah That's for good. the Monday through Thursday for the little kids, 5.15. And then I do a um, women's class as well. It was posted originally for Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be changing that <laughs> this coming week. Uh, to, Why are you changing it? Um, <clears throat> so Just making sure the group can make it? Or? The main reason I'm changing it is because... Th- since I used to teach at Ralph Gracie and Thomas, mm-hmm. Thomas um, originally I, I used to run the women's program there like before Manny was teaching it. Yeah. Um, so they, they do their class on Tuesdays and Thursdays and um, I was trying to f- make the schedule where we can like exchange. Trying, yeah. That'd be cool. So that, that way, like it's a staggered schedule. Like we'll train yeah. here on Monday and then probably go there vice versa. So they got, they got an option of like different bodies and just makes it better for everybody for training. That's cool. So that's the main reason why I want to do that. Um, other than that, I don't have any other reason why I'm changing that for the women's class. Cool. Cool. Um, you, you feel strongly about offering the women their own classes. Yeah. I, I want to say that it's been, cause like, I kind of feel strongly about not doing that. I mean, it, it depends. Yeah. Like, if you it depends on your crowd. Yeah. If you have a crowd that um how do I say it without being bad? <laughs> if you have a crowd that has let's just say you have a lot of females in your class, uh-huh. And maybe it it's not even a lot of females, because it didn't even start like that at Ralph Gracie Sack. It started with like one. It just depends if you're willing to put in the time to do it. Because when I started doing it in Natomas, it went from nothing to what it is now, to like 10 to 15 ladies showing up on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And they show up just for that, though? They don't show up on the regular dates on the other days? Some of them show up on the regular days, Yeah, but most of them will show up specifically for that class. Yeah. So that's why I want to say it depends on, more so on you. Do you have the patience and are you willing to sit there and like, Cause there's a lot of days where I'll go and it'd be like nobody showed up.
0: Yeah,
1: and just, but you
0: just have to keep the you have to keep the the candle.
1: You got to keep yeah. the candle lit. Keep yeah, the, keep the porch light on. Yeah,
0: keep the on. Keep the somebody's gonna on. show
1: up some someday. Yeah. And yeah, it just went from like I said one one uh one to two people class yeah. sometimes none to what it is now. So see, you know, like my my whole thing on
0: that. I mean, my my thought on that whole thing has always been like, well you're going to get attacked
1: by a man. Yeah. that That's true. Like, you know, like not you know. every, it's not an everyday thing, but if it does happen, you will know what to do. Yeah. Oh, you, you'll know what to do
0: if you can, if you can get a man off you, you know, if you can get your, you and know, if
1: not know what to do, at least slow down the yeah. process of whatever yeah, situation comes, yeah. is happening. Yeah. I mean, if you can get your, if you can just push him away to get your phone or something, like, yeah, cause yeah. you knew how to hip
0: escape and yeah. by all
1: means I did my yeah. job. Right. Yeah. I mean like if you're, if you can get a,
0: you know, and like women are absolutely capable of this. If you can get a man off of you in training, you can get a man off you in a confrontation. Yeah. But if you can get like, you know, little Debbie from the book club off of you, it's not. It's just not the same. And like I, 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 I you know, and I also feel like personally, like the the appeal of martial arts mm-hmm. is, or not 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 really the appeal. That's not the right word. But rather the the growth in martial arts it's precisely in coming out of your comfort zone. Yeah. You know, now that being said, (coughs) if there was like a third gender of like apes or something Mm -hmm. like superhuman, like super strong bugs or something. And it was like half guys and half like super strong bugs. I'm not sure I would jump in and roll with the bugs. No, you know, of course. not. Like I understand like, you know, you're just going to get crushed, but I don't know. Like you know, like I, I feel like the the point is to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, and I worry about women about women's only classes. Like, oh, this is all very comfortable. You look at us; we're all in our geese. We can all take pictures in our geese. You know, I'm, I'm getting a little. So you're getting, gonna have that.
1: You know, that, that's obvious. That's like you're not. But look at this though. How many guys do that when they come to train with? Oh, them, the, right? the
0: guys are even worse. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> the saying? The guys are even worse. Wait, yeah, like, you're
1: talking about coming out of your comfort zone? You got no. guys posting selfies before class even started. Yeah. Or what's worse? What's worse, and you know who
0: you are, you know who you are out there, but there's like full-grown men at blue belt and purple belt and above, you know. (laughs) I like how you just like labeled the belts. Yeah. Because you know already. And I, 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 you know, and they're off in the corner rolling with their girlfriend, you know, or they're off in the corner rolling with their buddy going light, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, hey, do you want to roll? No, I'm just going to go light with my buddy over here. That's what competition's class for.
1: Yeah, but it's just like, you know, that's what... Like, there's no growth in that. Nah, but I get what you're saying. I've ran into the the situation multiple times teaching for as long. I started when I I started teaching when I was a blue belt. Yeah. So we're going on nine, ten years now. Yeah. Yeah, about yeah, 2010. So 2019. Yeah, nine nine years. Yeah. So within that time frame, like you run into so many people. And so many situations to where you're like, "What the fuck, dude? How do I handle this? (laughs) How do I not handle this?" (laughs) And just every freaking geek, huh? Like, yeah, like you run into it. I I taught at um, Davis Athletic Club, Mm -hmm. like right off of Country Road One Hundred Two, and I would that—that's actually like one of the first places I started teaching when I first moved out here, because. I was looking for a place to train when I first moved out here from San Francisco and it just so happened that that place, um, the instructor was, who was also a blue belt at the time, Nick. Thanks, Nick. (laughs) Nick. Awesome dude. Gave me the opportunity to start teaching there three days a week. Um, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays at 7 PM. And, Student, I think it was like 50 bucks a month for students. Oh, shit. So it was super cheap. Yeah. And since it was so cheap, I got a lot of people coming in to train. They're like 50 bucks for 33 days a week. Like, hell yeah, I'm going to come train. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing 75 for four days a week. Oh, nice. That's a good deal. Yeah. So, yeah, that's when I first got started. And like Nick was graduating that semester, that following year. So he was like phasing out as I was coming in when I first moved there. So, I'm finding a place to train to becoming the teacher there. Aye. And I was just like, all right, I guess I guess I I can do this. I'm like the highest ranked belt here. yeah. And man, let me tell you, like teaching, <laughs> teaching in Davis. Well, I think it was just because of the age I was at. I was super young. I was like the same age as the people coming to train with me. Yeah. And I was teaching class. There's some fairly difficult people out there. Yeah. Well, everywhere you some go, that's to a college town. Yeah. So I just put it this way: like, you got a lot of people who come in and challenge you because they see you're like smaller and. Oh no. I'm not the biggest guy, and at the same time, it's like um, we're on the same age, so they get kind of comfortable. We're like, oh yeah, they kinda, they, they, they lack the martial respect. Th- no. None no, of no respect yeah so a lot of lines
0: have been crossed and <laughs> <laughs> already the lines are getting crossed already Man, i just i just you know i had to tell and i'm gonna put up a sign in my in the dojo to, you know back talk is for the chiropractor <laughs> that's a good one I, I, i'll
1: put one of those up too
0: you know it's like <clears throat> guys cook come on here like you, you know actually
1: this happened at the actually at the school at but I was a blue belt at the time, so I'm like, oh, that's mm-hmm. tougher too. Yeah, Is, and you're smaller, here. You know. and I'm smaller, and you're young, and I'm young, so I don't have any other way to respond but like, all right, then let's roll. <laughs> like, yeah. if you want to <laughs> handle it like I that, really you can do like that. that.
0: Yeah, this actually, this did actually happen. It happened at, at Sac State. It didn't happen. My my everyone at my dojos, um, I think very respectful. But um, it's funny you said that. You know, the students, you know, the younger kids, you know, the mm-hmm. you know, line crossers and one of them I had to I just had to take him in and be like dude cuz you know he he's just goofing off
1: not taking it seriously not taking it
0: seriously he was like an american wrestler and i guess his wrestling room was very lively i guess they they entertained a lot of um it was very
1: different from a jiu jitsu setting
0: yeah yeah i guess they just entertained a lot of um joking around and and you know and then he's like talking all macho and stuff and i was like guys there's, there's you know like the women in the class. How big is this guy? Like five two. Like you know. So. But I was just like, dude, you know, like, hey, I had to stop and be like, hey, man, you know, think about martial arts culture, you know, and think about what you're saying, you know. There's there's women in the class. Like, you don't want to be. Some guys get too comfortable like, in the gym. They forget. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're,
0: they're making like all these like kind of like like inappropriate jokes. I
1: was like, they're you know, I'm guilty of it. Like, you yeah. know, Training as long as I have. Yeah. You just get comfortable and shit slips out. Yeah, but then you learn. Hopefully, <laughs> that's the whole point of martial arts, right? Learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it trans translates into real life eventually. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. kind of know what to say when and how. Yeah, you know, it's like I, who to
0: say it to. Yeah, you know, I um, I've just been reflecting on this because I've had some students start with like so many questions mm-hmm. and I'm as like, they should
1: yeah as they
0: should but it's also just kind of you know just show up on time and uh do yeah, the work but if i get you know?
1: stuck in a hill hook which way do i turn if i turn this way well, it's <laughs> like well you'll find out you know so what was um
0: Put that. On, so sorry about that guys um how'd you get started with buena Vida? Oh my god! Like, <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm thinking about the whole process. <laughs> yeah, the process is crazy, right? You had to get like, well, you had to like sign a lease. You had to, well, I uh, get a sign. I'm, like, what are you? Well,
1: not even that process. I'm just thinking about like coming up with a name. That oh. that process. Okay. You know, like sitting at home brainstorming, yeah. saying a whole bunch of stupid ass names, and like, oh yeah, the ones, the good ones that you come up with, you're like, all right, this is it, guys. You go search on the internet, and like, fuck is taken. There's yeah. a school with that name already, <laughs> and so it went. It was a long process. Like I said, we I let me. How do I start? So the school I was teaching at in Rancho Cordova, yeah, uh, Elite World Warriors, that was um, closing down. In I closed it down in September, I believe. Was that your school? Or? It wasn't my school. It was. um guy i've been working for his name is ilia Beziglov. uh he 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 owned superior fight he owned superior fighting academy in uh west sacramento Mm -hmm. and that was actually where i first started teaching it was like davis athletic club and superior fighting academy got it and i was living in woodland so i was doing that triangle davis west sac woodland yeah yeah exactly that whole Yolo County. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. Um, Ilya owned Elite World Warriors. And long story short, we closed it down. Business wasn't doing good. Um, And from that point that I closed it, it was like, I don't want to say it's been a vacation. Because I've been like. i have been working. Still, I've, been clearly. Work- I've been working shit out. Trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life as far as living out here. And so then the hunt for the name came, came about, right? Got it. Got it. It's like, all right, once I figured out I'm going to be closing this school, I had to figure out like, first I had to figure out what what I was going to do. Yeah. Am I going to teach at another school? I'm going to, am I going to continue to do this cycle that I've been doing since blue (laughs) boat? Like now that I'm a black boat. Yeah. Cause in the reality, you want something that's yours. I want something that's mine, but at the same time I wanted something in return, meaning, it's cool teaching at different schools, but what I didn't and I'm not saying this to like start anything or nothing, but what I didn't like about it was that like for for just for example, like you be teaching at yeah, you got multiple instructors, right? Mm-hmm. So it's hard for a student to just put it this way, I wanted to get my own style out there.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like
1: my game. And I knew that I had people that wanted to train with me and learn, like, how I I fight and how I do jujitsu, rather than learning, like, how so-and-so does it. And then on this day, we'll learn from this person. And then it's just, like, fried rice. Like, you got a whole bunch of ingredients in one pot. Yeah. And then it it tastes good, but it's, like... It's
0: dog food, really.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I kind of just wanted to, like, Make my own brand, yeah, and it was like it'd be a lot easier for me to keep track of the progress of my students, yeah, um, and at the same time, just to get my like my jujitsu out there, like, yeah. I know I know yeah. that make your mark, make my mark, and at the same time, like what everybody else is doing, mm-hmm. um, all all the not everybody else, but like you know the the black belts that I do teach. Yeah. They they have their student base, and that's just it. I want my student base. Yeah, that's so, fair. So, yeah, um, Buena Vida, <laughs> that whole name. Like, I went through so many names until it was going to be, it was going to be, <laughs> it gonna be um, actually, it was going to be co- Covert Jiu Jitsu. Well,
0: that's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, it's kind of cool, but at the same time, it was like not as inviting. Kind yeah, of like like kind of dark, uh, kind of in the basement.
0: Yeah, Buena Vida has a good ring to it. So, I like that. I, I like the logo a lot, too, actually.
1: So I was going to run with Covert for the longest time until um, – yeah, no. yeah, that's a little – it's, like, shady. One of my friends was like, you know what? You have a cool-ass name. Why don't you use it? Yeah. And the biggest part of me that didn't want to use it was because on Guam, there's a school that opened up. <laughs> And their name is Vita Jiu Jitsu. Whatever, who cares? And at, I was like, none nobody in
0: they're off in Guam. What are they gonna do? Yeah, but I go to Guam. I just don't want no problems with nobody. How would that even be a problem? You're Vita Jiu Jitsu. You're in Guam. I'm buena Vita Jiu Jitsu. I'm in West Sacramento. The world's big enough for the two.
1: <clears throat> you know, I mean I just well, just the whole fact of like using my name, I couldn't I couldn't come up with a name because I wanted to use Vita Jiu Jitsu. Like well, it was like plain and simple, you know? Yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. Everybody would be like, like, like you see, Team Maxwell is like Maxwell Jiu Jitsu. Like everybody uses their last name, yeah, Jiu Jitsu. Yeah. So that that was like a given, but it's like fuck. So what am I gonna do now? I didn't, yeah, and I didn't want to do Vita just for the sake of my name. I don't know. I'm weird. Like I don't want my name like Colovita out there, and. So I wanted my name, but I didn't want my name in the like, like your full name. Yeah, my full name. It's not even my full name. Like Cole is my nickname. Got it. What's your name? <laughs> Victor. Oh, okay. Cool. Which which everybody pretty much knows me as, um like in school when I was growing up. But in the jujitsu community, like everybody Cola. everybody hears like Victor Vita and that one, like, who the fuck's Victor? Yeah. <laughs> like that's what that's exactly what Kurt said one when, when year, one where like I think Pan Ams or some shit. Yeah, he heard, he heard my name being called, and he knows my last name. And he was like Victor Vita. He's like, which Vita is that? Who the fuck is that? I was like, <laughs>
0: that's all funny. No, you know what's funny? Uh, sorry, the reason I keep looking at the at the screen here is one. That I was wondering if anyone was popping up on the chat, and two, um, for folks who are joining us on YouTube, and for folks who watch later on, um, you know, we recently moved into this new studio, and um, I still got to figure out the lighting. Okay. So this chandelier, I think you'll agree is very pretty. It is. Um, it came with the place, but it's not the best lighting. See how it casts shadows on us. Yeah. Um, it's also the wrong color temperature. It's a little bit warm So right. you actually need something more like white. So I'm trying to figure out,
1: I think it suits my beard a little bit.
0: Yeah. Where I would put the, uh, just how, how I'm going to get the, the lighting right in here. Um, but, you know, with regards to what you were saying about, like, yeah, Team Maxwell's Maxwell, Team, you know, Ralph Gracie's Ralph Gracie, mm-hmm. I, I I didn't think once to use my name, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for, for for ESAC BJJ.
1: And that was what I was going towards, too. Yeah. At first, I didn't want to use my name. I was kind of, like, very against it. Like, I don't want to have my name on somebody's back and – yeah yeah well you know for me it's like one i don't have like i'm
0: not really i'm not really a name like i don't really have any accolades exactly that's the guy
1: that's what i was leaning that's what i was going to lean towards and then
0: the other thing i was thinking about was like not uh, a household name yeah i also just kind of feel like maybe a lot of the i think a lot of the jujitsu brands are promoting it wrong in my view now who knows like i'm very new to the market so Mm -hmm. i you know as far as what Well, a lot of these instructors only promote themselves. And so the idea is like, well, if I promote myself, if I get these competition accolades by instruct by by the transitive property, people will want to train with the best. Yeah. So I'll just promote myself and people want and I was like, no, promote your students, dummy. Yeah. Like promote their progress. Exactly. Promote like the lifestyle. Promote the vibe. Promote like the fact that you have a positive and welcoming environment for everybody. And stop posting all these videos about yourself because no one cares. Yeah. you like some people do. Some people do, but those people, guess what? Those people are already paying for jujitsu somewhere else. Yeah. You know, no one cares about that. What people care about <coughs> is, you know, what are they going to, this is my view and, and I really could be proven wrong, but my view is what people care about is a positive and welcoming environment that they will get pushed reasonably Beyond their beyond what they think the perceived limits are, to their actual limits, and that they'll do so in, a, in in a safe environment, that they'll make new friends when they do it, and that it's you know that there's some growth, you know beyond just the physical, but like also in, like in the like in a realm that's almost spiritual but not quite. You know, I mean, I can't I can't use that word, but you know, like some that you know, they'll get some life lessons out of the whole thing. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not just jujitsu. It's not just jujitsu. Yeah,
1: it, it's life
0: and jujitsu. It's life and jujitsu. Yeah, you know, um, it's so, like I see these instructors promoting. It's like, hey, look, I won another award. It's like you know, like I just like I just feel like there's so much. And I came out of politics, and there's a lot of the political communities. Like mm-hmm. these communities are they're just talking to each other. Yeah, <laughs> these players are just talking to each other. Like the scene is just talking <clears throat> to itself. I agree. Where it's like you know, people get like, oh, great, like another jujitsu school, like 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 even me like you know people could be saying like well why would i help promote another school in sacramento like couldn't they be seen as competition i say fuck that let's all be friends instead i'm tired of that shit yeah i'm tired of that shit too right there's a million and a half people living in the greater sacramento region there's more than you know i mean like let's all grow together yeah you know like the the idea of like oh let me promote myself as the best jujitsu around and people no, like people don't care about that. <laughs> they mean, care about like can I make it there on time? Is it reasonable? Is it close? How's it the prices? Price how the prices. Yeah. Like I, I just feel like so much of it is being so that's why I never wanted to make it about about me. Mm-hmm. But which is know, understandable and
1: I totally respect that. You know um just but uh, if I
0: had a name like Vita I'd probably do the same thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is a cool ass last name.
1: Thanks. Um this is actually yeah it, it never occurred to me to use my name until somebody Well, it's a cool name. Yeah. Until somebody like pushed it on me. It was basically like pushed, like force fed. I was like, dude, you got to use this. There's no other way. And at the same time, I was like, no, I can't do it. They already got it on Guam. And then just one night, one night I went home and I was just like, you know what? Vida, 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 Vida. And I was just thinking a whole bunch of shit. Vida, right? Yeah. And finally, I was like, well, buena means good. Vida life. Like, Good, good life. Good yeah. life, good living jiu-jitsu. Like that sounds pretty good. And Then I ran it by a couple of my friends. They're like, Yeah, that sounds that sounds way better than covert. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Not so secretive now. And then uh, better, yeah. I ran it by my parents and they're like, Yeah, I like that a lot better. And every pretty much everybody I ran it by that I ran covert by were like, Yeah, yeah, yeah Buena this Vida. is better, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, Fuck it, we're going Buena Vida. Cool. Then the whole like logo, like that. That oh my god the logo <laughs> it took a while. The logo is just as bad as the the fucking name. Like the logo went from so many processes to get to that hand. Like, the hand is cool. I like that. The hand is actually my hand, and they just sketched it out. Or no, so um, I have a friend who's a photographer um, that knows how to like do Photoshop and everything. Oh cool! And she's actually the one that did all the stuff. Thanks, Andy. Um, she's a brown. She's one of my students. Cool. She's a brown belt. Um, so, anyways, she's good with Photoshop and everything. She did like the whole logo. She she made the logo basically. Mm-hmm. If you want to if you want to give her the credit, Sandy made the logo. Um, so she took a picture of my hand. We taped it up and all that. And then she went to town. Like, all I did was just this. <laughs> <laughs> After that, I was like, cool. And then a couple weeks later, she's like, what do you think of this? And even at that, it went from like the whole the whole gesture like everybody mm-hmm. does this in the pictures yeah you know what i mean um and at the same time me being from guam and having like that island vibe yeah it makes sense everybody throws up shakas nice. on guam hawaii so it only made sense i was like you know what there's i don't think there's i don't think there's any gems that have the actual hand, hand. Right. yeah with, with like, with, I've never with, seen one with yeah. the tape and everything. Cool. They might have the hand, but they don't got the jujitsu tape fingers. Yeah. So I was trying to think, like, how can I make this this sign like like, jiu-jitsu. related to jujitsu? I was like, dude, with the tape up. Yeah. I tape my fingers every day. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. It just popped up. And then the whole flowers on the side, that was like, yeah, the Plumerias. Yeah, that came like just with the, sandy. Whole, the whole island vibe thing, too. That's cool. I was like, it goes with the hand. You see it when you go to Guam, when you go to Hawaii. see it on shirts, Hawaiian print shirts, whatever. Oh. So, I, and also, I just wanted to make it uh, very welcoming as far as the logo goes. Yeah. I wasn't trying to be intimidating. I don't want no, like, blood or, like, a MMA type of factor. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, well, You know, it's like. A have the of... word, like, fighting. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, I've had that issue. When I worked at Super- Superior Fighting Academy, like, we would we would volunteer to do demos at elementary school and, like. They're like, no, we mom. get turned down because we have the word fighting in our, our, our name. Yeah. Like, we don't promote fighting, really. Yeah. Like, but it's, it's self defense. But at the same time, I think
0: about that, honestly, guys, no disrespect. Jamie, if you ever want to come on the show, <coughs> uh, Jamie Jara, man, dude, you're, you're the fucking man. And if you ever want to come on the show, I'd love to have you on. Um, but I think that with like Carnage, like, I, like I'm like, i not sure that I... I would because. I was always going to do something jujitsu, but I, you know Jamie. But I, so that's why you would. No, I know. I actually don't know. Him. Oh, okay. I don't know. Him, no, but like, um, sorry. <laughs> no, actually, I actually don't know him. Um, I'd love to know him. I'd love to have him on the show. But I just, I, I think about that. You know, like with like, um, like Carnage. I, I'm not sure if it's MMA or jujitsu, and that's it's like if it's Carnage. Well, actually, we can find out right now. It's like Carnage. MMA. Is it Carnage MMA or Jiu Jitsu? Honestly. Carnage, okay. MMA. Okay. So and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Yeah, I just feel like the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu product is maybe a little bit hard to market with a name like Carnage. Cause I mean, at any at any point that you're but you make a trade off, right? Because then
1: you do want some people that like want that like hardcore yeah type of feel. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. You're trying to cater towards what you are trying to attract, right? Yeah. And maybe it works for them. Yeah. And by all means do what you gotta do. I yeah. respect that hustle. Yeah, yeah no, if I respect that's what works too. for you, do it. Um, if that's what's gonna get people in the door, shit, I'd be doing the same thing. Yeah. But it just like what they say, different strokes for different folks. Um yeah. depends on what you're trying to cater to. Well, fuck, I mean they're
0: doing something right. They've been they've been at it forever. I mean if they've, they've been they got, they've got, got good been competitors, yeah. they
1: they put out quality competitors and at the same yeah. time Jamie's a beast. Like, I've seen him at Fight to Win, and holy shit. I was like, Yeah, he's a man. He came out in the cane and everything. I was like, All right. right." Then he just came and like mopped it. Yeah. Like, murked. I was like, Damn. (laughs) Total, like, total different level of respect for him after that, you know? Yeah, he's a man for sure. But yeah, like, whatever works for you, as far as the whole like Buena Vida thing, like, I was just looking for a whole welcoming vibe, like what I mentioned earlier. Yeah. And I kind of just wanted to keep it. With, I wanted to represent where I'm from as well. Yeah, that's with, cool. With the shotgun, and the Plumerias. Yeah, so that's the whole logo. Nice.
0: Hey, so let me ask you something about uh, I um when I when I posted when I posted um that you were coming on the show, I had someone message me like, "Hey, I thought I thought uh Kolo was a Curdosiander guy." Someone someone said that to me. I was like, yeah. "Well, I don't know. It says, his Facebook says Ralph. It says Ralph Gracie. How that did that split affect you? Did you were you there
1: for it? Or so as far as the whole split, it didn't affect me as oh. bad as it did um for the people that were training in the Media Academy in San Francisco. Got it. Um if I was training there, then yeah, it definitely like You got to pick one. Everybody picked one. So yeah, I'd have to pick one. So I kinda like that I'm out here because yeah, I'm, I wanna be cool with everybody. Like I have nothing against Kurt, nothing against Half. Yeah. And that's just it. I pay pay my respects to both of them for everything. And for me to choose a side, I can't uh, it's hard. Yeah. I can't I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I continue to promote that I'm a half gracie, Kurt Yeah, yeah. And then here you train at Half Gracie. Here, I train at Half Gracie. So. Um, here, I train at Half Gracie, and then a couple of times, I'll go train with Marcos at Yamaso. Oh, yeah. He's um, the man. Marcos, actually... Marcos, you got to come back on, brother. We miss you. <laughs> Marcos is the man. He actually opened his his doors to me, sent me an invitation maybe like, it was a while ago. I haven't gone there Marcos, in a long time. Marcos, where's my invite, brother? <laughs> I haven't gone there in a long time, and I'm sorry. I've been busy. I'm obviously trying to get the school open. I'll come back soon, but yeah, um for the most part, when I am on the ball and we're we're training, uh, I go to Marcos and then I'll go to go train with Manny, yeah, and then I'll train with my students mm-hmm. and that'll be for like my sacramental training mm-hmm. and then when I can, I'll go to the city and train over at house, the main academy. it's a different level over there. Um, you know, not anymore, not so much. I don't want. Now it's gotten balanced. Now, now there's a lot of good people in Sacramento. Sacramento has gotten a lot better.
0: Yeah. So it, I remember you just the scene was so dry here when I started. There was it was. Like,
1: it was very dry. So I've had to got. I've had to go the to the city. Realm. Yeah. Like when I for, for my first part of like living out here, I'd go into the city like every weekend, mainly because the places where I did train, I didn't have like quality training partners. Yeah. I'd yeah. either be like the the highest mm-hmm. belt, or if not. Um, there's a black belt instructor. And even at that, it's like there's no there's a big gap. Yeah. So as far as being pushed, I had to go to the city a lot. But as for now, guys have gotten so much better in jiu-jitsu out here that I don't even need to go far. I'll go to my academy now, and <laughs> yeah. I can get good yeah, training. fucking
0: killers out there.
1: Yeah. It's like it's gotten – let's put it this way. There's a lot more people doing jiu-jitsu now. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I remember like the scene was just really dry when I started. And so there was some like, oh man, maybe I got to go down here. I got to go down there to.
1: Yeah. But as far as the whole like Kauf and Kurt split, like that never, it never affected me as far as being, choosing a side or nothing. That's good. I haven't been to Kurt's new academy yet. I'd love to go there. It looks so, so cool. And just like where it's located, Mission District, like how it's like grimy and kind of like. In the hood. Yeah, that's kinda cool. I like that vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just cause it's different from Howard Street, you know, like I grew up going to Valencia Street in Dubose, which is like similar to where it's mission. at in the mission district. So it's kind of like coming back home full circle.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um man, I have to wonder about just like the economics of making a jiu-jitsu school work in San Francisco real estate prices. I
1: can't even imagine. Like trying to find a spot out here was it was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Like, I'm lucky that I found the spot that I did when I did. You're cause... paying like two fifty a square foot or something like that. Um, now, yeah, no, not even. It's no. was way. I think now it's like sixty cents a square foot. I, I believe so for your place. Yeah, Good for you, man. Yeah, that's why I was saying I'm lucky that I Good found for you. it. So, um. But that's still like th- three or four thousand <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, but still, like yeah, sixty cents a square foot, but the place is like five thousand six thousand square feet, like yeah, it's not that big, but it's yeah. it's pretty big, um but yeah, like the prices the price range, and the whole fact of like being close to the freeway being accessible for people, yeah, and not being tucked in the back of a warehouse where it looks like you gotta be Bruce Wayne to know where it's at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really lucked out on that.
0: Nice. Good like, for you.
1: He just turned down the road on Del Monte across UPS and was like, right there. Awesome, awesome, awesome.
0: Hey, Mitchell Torres says, does uh, extreme sports like skateboarding and surfing help you with uh, nerves and BJJ? <laughs> hey, what's up, Mitch?
1: Mitch used to train with me at RG Set.
0: Oh, really? Does it, What was the question? The, does extreme sports uh, like skating and surfing help deal with nerves and BJJ?
1: Nerves? Like being nervous, like nervous. before I compete? Yeah. I'd like to say yes because you get used to the adrenaline rush of uh, of just like trying to perform a trick. No, yeah. whether it be yeah. doing a gap or you're going to do a grind or something or or stairs or something or stairs like more critical, or even, like, even just cruising around, like yeah, definitely it hurt, it helps with nerves. Um, you just get used to being in that comfort zone of that flow state. I want to say the flow state. Yeah, like that, that that's that's kind of what attracted me with jujitsu and uh, skateboarding with the similarities of getting into that flow state.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that flow state being um, when I don't have a care in the world and I'm just enjoying what I'm doing right now yeah. and I'm, in, I'm zoning in on this. Yeah. And that's a flow state for me. And that's what, that's what um, intrigued me with jujitsu because it brought that similarity, that familiar f- uh, feeling from skateboarding. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say it did help with the nerves for sure. Nice, nice, nice.
0: All right, brother, we're at, uh, right about an hour and twenty minutes. Um, is there anything uh, that we missed that we should have touched on?
1: Mm, honestly, I can't think of anything on the top of my head. I Very cool. I think we touched on pretty much all of it. Where I'm from, where we started. Yeah. where the gym is. You yeah. guys got the schedule. Yeah. Hey, um, where can, where can folks connect with, uh, with Buena Vida online? All right. So this, this is where I got to get that straight. Okay. Um, right now, I'm still working on the website. Okay. So if you go to the website that I have linked on the Facebook, it's not going to take you to shit. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be nothing. Um, so if you want to hook up with me on, on for training or even just to come by and check it out hit me up on Facebook at Buena Vida Jiu-Jitsu Academy. Or you can look for me, Colo Vida. I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram as well. Cool. And that goes the same for Instagram, Buena Vida Jiu-Jitsu Academy. Buena Vida
0: Jiu-Jitsu, Buena Vida Jiu-Jitsu Academy. Buena Vida JJ. Buena Vida JJ. I yeah, like it, brother. On Instagram. All right. Colo Vida of Buena Vida Jiu-Jitsu. Thanks for coming on, my brother. Thank appreciate you. Appreciate you. I appreciate you.